and we're back. Hello, everybody. It's me. It's Lachlan. And you'll never guess who I've bloody snagged this week. It's me. And me is Michaela. And everybody- Welcome back to episode two of season two. Welcome back to season two. Welcome back to episode two. It's still Hamptons week. And we just went and watched the Gossip Girl episode where Dan goes and tries to win Serena back from her- villainous grandmother in the Hamptons. What an amazing way to set the tone. Oh, it has. Well and truly. Treat yourselves. Watch that one. (laughs) I think it's like towards the end. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's really good. So, we kind of left everyone- It's episode one. No, it's not episode one. It actually is. It's probably season- It's episode one, season two. Everybody, let's hit the music. New episode. Welcome to another episode of Grab the Trace, a home design podcast here to help you deliver your next project to its full potential. If you're looking for some tips and secrets for your next project, be it building a new home, renovating, or even just picking what window furnishing would best suit your space, we've got you covered. So stick around, pull up your plans, and let's grab the trace. Hey! 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 Um... As we said, week two of Hamptons, let us not beat around thine bush. Let's get straight- Who's bush? Hamptons bush. Uh, (laughs) Let's get straight back in. We're going to be- Now that we've covered off our interior stuff and all the people who are listening to the podcast on a surface level have got their pretty tapwares and their stones, they've all checked out. All us deep thinkers here- Michaela's not paying attention. All us deep thinkers, Michaela's playing with her Legos. We're all here to talk about the real hard hitting. She's really not happy with that one. I was like, Lego, what? Because you're a child. All of us real, you know, Renaissance people, the artists, the really high, I nearly said high functioning, high level. You are high functioning. (laughs) Oh, I just absolutely ripped myself. We're here to talk about I guess, key features in terms of a checklist where you look, say we're the judges on the block and we walk into a room and we're like, oh, check, 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 check. This Hamptons, is art, you know. 10 this, out of 10. Oh, when they did the art deco one and they're like, this is an art deco. Yeah, man. They was, we should maybe do. No, come gee, on. I'm we already, don't need to be grilling. I know. We don't need to be doing. No, I was about to say we should do a companion like episode oh. for the block. And I was like, man, that's a lot of content. <laughs> that's so much Imagine grilling. having to like watch the block every week and be like, did you write down notes? You're like, oh, I'm gonna say I didn't watch it. I, I don't enjoy it. it. I used to not be able to watch the block when uh-uh. I started working in architecture because yeah. it would give me PTSD yeah. when I'll go home. Yep. It's no, only recently fair. I've started enjoying it. And See, it's purely from the point of view we're watching and being like, what are they, dumb? I can't. I'm like, the comments and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, it's a great point. Let's kick it off. Okay. So, we're on to our key design features is yep. how I've labelled this. Yep. And for everyone at home, there is a little bit of red in here from Michaela amending things, but it only makes the episode better. Let's start. I think we did touch on it last week with our cabinetry design. Yep. So, we're not talking about colours anymore. We're really just, we want to make sure if you are and you do have the budget- Mm-hmm. An easy way to score some Hamptons points is a profiled cabinetry door, door front. front. Yep. That is, I mean, of a suitable profile. Like we're not doing a crazy. shaker. Yeah, profile. we want shaker. Typically shaker. Um, I already went in the last episode. I spoke about how to achieve this price points, budgets, what the materials are. Give it a listen. It was a really good chat. Oh, you could also do like solid timber as well mm-hmm. and paint these. 
That's another option. Yeah, if you yeah. do have an existing kitchen and if it's all solid timber, mm-hmm. typically they actually are in a shaker profile. The yeah, old, which is, like, it kind of went out of fashion, came yeah, back in. So, yeah. if you're renoing like a property from the 70s or the 80s, you might come up trumps here. Yeah. Win-win. You can always add more material on to get the shaker look. If you've got existing cabinets where they are, say, flat, flat melamine profile, yep. you can always go and get a bit of MDF and yeah, kind beading. of cut it out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Get yourself a little angle, drop saw. Oh, beautiful. Um, no, what I was going to say with cabinetry door fronts that we kind of didn't touch on was hardware. Great. Cool. I think all we mentioned was bloody the the finish of it being Yeah, the finish um, being polished. polished. I keep wanting to say brushed. I know. You have no it's idea hard. how much inner turmoil I have over yeah, this. I don't think other than a Hampton style home or a one-off like, you know, Georgian manor. I don't think I've ever specified polished yeah. finish, like polished tapware mm. or sanitary ware or hardware. But anyway, here we are. So, cabinetry design, not so much the profile or the colours. I just do want to talk about types of handles and knobs and where to do kind of bits and bobs. Go so, ahead. the great thing about Hamptons, which I love, is detailing and diversity. It's not about simplicity and pulling back and having you know one strong theme and keeping it really really simple it's actually kind of like more is more a little we bit need to show off a little bit guys. it is it, it's a little bit glamour but in, sorry in the right ways like more obvious. is more in terms of like seven quality. different tiles is not the right not the <laughs> no, right no. way to do this more is more is like more quality yes <laughs> like you hear us say less is more all the time but if you're doing more is more and you're actually willing to spend the money to get the quality I mean, who's going to fault you on that? Yeah, I feel like it's easier to do a lower budget in a minimalist or like modern or contemporary style where when doing Hamptons, you really can't skimp out on these these finishes, which is difficult. It is difficult to achieve a Hampton style aesthetic whilst on a really tight budget. However, it is achievable. It can be done. It can be done. And we will tell you how. Because I think we even mentioned, like, instead of doing a typical, like, a stone splashback, like stone benchtop continuing up splashback, which is quite minimal and clean, I'd be more inclined to do, like, potentially a marble mosaic. Or if you are on a budget, we could do a beautiful subway tile. And in just a stretcher bond pattern with like a white grout, but instead of a standard flat subway tile, maybe we could do gloss and it's hand pressed. So then we're getting texture, we're getting movement, but we're still keeping a traditional material palette mm-hmm. and a really strong aesthetic. That's one way. But I'm so sorry. Let's get back onto the cabinetry handles. We're, we're, listen, we're on, we're on point today. So, overhead cupboards, I'd be more inclined to do little knobs. Yep, little like radio dial kind of. Yep. And again, I'd keep in whatever sanitary wear finish if you're doing polished chrome, polished nickel, polished brass, even like polished or like antiqued bronze. Beautiful. Mm, nice. Stunning. Those finishes, I'd match it in the hardware potentially and the cabinetry hardware. So, like little knobs on the overhead cabinets. You could do quite long pulls on your integrated fridges or integrated appliances or even like really large drawers i've even seen you know like the little half moon pull handles that's very hamptons very traditional for not wrecking your hip on it is as well it is and again the positives of having these shaker profiles is this center section of the cabinetry fronts is recessed so that gives you the opportunity to put a knob or a handle or a pull 
and it's not protruding out too far. Like, oh, yeah. So, again, it's all helping you. It's all there for a reason. So, yeah, just thinking about hardware on these cabinetry fronts. And I think our wall paneling, we did yeah. mention it. That's kind of our next big- I was a little bit stressed out that we weren't going to mention no. it. And it's, it is such a beautiful way of getting the honesty and the timelessness- that we're thinking Absolutely. about when we look at Hamptons. Like, it is such an easy way to transplant that, even into a home where you're renovating it. And oh. you know what? You can go as slow as you need with this kind of stuff. This is stuff that potentially, if you're a little bit handy, you can do after handover if it's Absolutely. a build. If it's a new build project home as well. hundred percent. Get the shell. Get the bones. Get the really key things that would be very difficult to do yep. afterwards. Wet done. areas, kitchen. Yeah. Put the money and the focus into that. And then in years to come- you can build, create oh, your your, it's fun. your home and, again, like beautiful, you know, in the entryway, do some panelling or some moulding down the hallways. Again, introducing potentially like – I don't like to say like feature walls because I think of like maybe it's like my childhood or teenage years I where it was like – Say I had a chocolate brown wall. That's – I know. Oh, I want to say revolting, but that's so rude. But that's a really a interesting wall. wall. A poo wall. A mission brown poo wall. I loved it. Can I – oh, man, I really don't want to get off track, but this is so interesting. <laughs> Why? Um, Why brown? Was that – I had this, like, obsession with, like, beiges and neutrals. And, <laughs> you and, just went to the extreme. And I, di- I had, like – Again, I'm actually really proud of my 15-year-old self. I was like 15 when I had this like yeah. room makeover and I got oak, timber oak furniture. Bloody hell. Everywhere I had. So you've been like this for a while. Yeah, then. I have. Timber. It's been over half your life. Holy <laughs> shit. Timber oak furniture I had. or I was obsessed with like white bedding. I had to have all mm. white bedding. And then I had, um, I think it was a gift. I might have been like 12 or 13. And you know the mink blankets? I think so, yeah. Now, again, I grew up in Wagga, freezing cold. We get like minus three, four degrees in winter. So, like proper winter here. So, mink blankets are like- That's a godsend. It's it's a thing in- I don't know if it was a thing just during my childhood or Wagga indeed, but blankets and throws, huge. And it actually keeps you warm. But this mink blanket was chocolate brown. Okay. See, chocolate brown is now giving me- Like you, you've got a, a chocolate outfit you've been wearing to work every now and again. Yeah. And it's- it's actually quite interesting to that, think that I this liked is that a, at fifteen. Yeah, like you were. Oh man, don't do not let this go to your head. You're a little bit ahead of your time. Oh, you know, stop it. It's that same timelessness that we get from Hamptons. What a segue back into Honestly. the world of this. Yeah, but look, I would never recommend a giant wall. Yeah, a feature of chocolate. wall. Yeah. So when I say feature walls in this, I mean more textural feature walls not one painted block color yeah so when i say like featured wall paneling vj paneling huge great in hamptons a lot of vj we're talking about vj walls shiplap or even vj ceiling details i've seen that happen a lot stunning when it's all painted out white beautiful exposed rafters exposed beams stunning Feature walls, potentially even the smallest of things like VJ paneling in a powder room as a feature wall behind your master bed, even in a study nook or an area if that's VJ paneling. Like those things can be incorporated if you're not willing to commit to like, okay, the whole house we're going to be doing wainscoting. 
Like that's a lot of it. It really is. It's it I I get it. It's a lot. Or even just VJ paneling down like a hallway. Yep. Impact can, for yeah. guests. Yeah, you can, or even a foyer entrance way. All these areas kind of lend itself to wall treatments. When we say paneling, we mean more like wall treatments. Love that. Love that so much. Um, our next one, large spaces. So we're talking like voids, beautiful, like expansive ceilings, raked ceilings, exposed yeah. rafters. I know we, we kept touching on it throughout both episodes here. But honestly, that to me is like, that's Hamptons all over. Opening up into the kitchen, living, dining, and just seeing this big vaulted ceiling or yep. a big rake ceiling with VJ skylights, open oh, rafters. Glazing exp- everywhere. Oh, oh. Exposed beams. Even like I'm thinking, again, we've got this big pitched roof design that we spoke about. We've got the big raked ceilings internally, all the like open rafters. It's all painted out white. We have VJ boards on the ceiling, like stunning. And then- at the end, when you're looking through kitchen, living, dining, you see this beautiful whole expanse of glazing and then this triangular transom just showing off yep. that stunning gable design, the stunning ceiling detail, like, oh. Froth. Hamptons. Hamptons. Come at me. Something, uh, sorry, something I wanted to describe and mm. i'm thinking of this from a someone who's going to say display homes from a project build point of view the word that you want to walk in and describe this is as or the the feeling is generosity you yeah. want it to be you don't want it to be large because large isn't kind of very helpful i guess mm. yeah you want to walk in and be like this is generous like it's it's not just large it's almost like that little bit further yeah like in terms of the floor plate, like you've got room to circulate around all your lounges and your living room. Mm-hmm. You've got the extra head clearance that you can, as we're saying with these like impressive ceilings and everything, like just everything feels- Opulent. Just voluminous. Like you've just got, yep. like it would take a lot to fill this room in terms yep. of- You don't want to feel claustrophobic yeah. at, by any means. And or so, like low ceilings yes. to me w- is not Hamptons. That's no. the opposite no. of Hamptons. So I would, again, hint and tip maybe for our home builds or our project homes particularly, I would personally sacrifice floor space. Like if you've got a small block yep, and you're like, I've got five kids- I need all these bedrooms. I need all this floor space to be super practical and like minimum bedroom size because I just need to get them in. Yeah. 100% understand that. But when it comes to the high impact area, so I would be more speaking about kitchen, living, dining, that space, even if you go minimum ceilings everywhere, like 2.4, you get even the size of the kitchen, living, dining, if this isn't not huge, you don't have the luxury of going big and generous as you described. Go generous in those ceilings. Yeah. In that space in particular and get that dramatic change from like 2.4 ceiling in hallways or the entryway and then boom, it opens up and you get that really high impact in yeah. that area. What that might look like when you're looking at floor plans is it'll almost be instead of a a big rectangle of a two-story house because i'm imagining on a small block you're gonna have to do two stories to get all this program in for our five child family (laughs) sorry so what i imagine that looks like is at the front of your house when you walk in you've probably got one or two bedrooms at the front you've got maybe a guest bedroom and then almost the front half of your block is bedrooms on the lower level and the upper level yep 
and then your upper level finishes about halfway in your block. And then we've got our kitchen, living, dining in the back half of it where we can then increase the ceiling height. So that Mm -hmm. way you get the advantage of keeping the front half of your block will be framed differently to the back half of your Mm -hmm. block. And that's where you'll actually save money because Perfect. it just makes life so much easier. And then for an air conditioning point of view, you've got all that ceiling and floor space of the bedroom kind of half of the block mm-hmm. to then throw into the living room. So you don't need to drop a ceiling to get yep. an air conditioning duct or whatever. I think in my mind, thinking of it like that. And then you get all the opportunities of doing skylights because there's nothing above it. Above it. Are you talking about just for people at home? Are you describing like a double void? Yeah, in that almost, back area. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I would great. say there would be nothing above it. And so it's almost like the the house to me almost looks like an L where like yep. the little, an L but lying on its back, if that makes sense, where the little, oh shit, how am I going to describe this? I was just thinking a, a big old like to rectangle fair, and though, it's like the front of the house is two story and then the back of the house is but the- But it's a double void. Yeah. You know what? That would be such an easier way of describing <laughs> Do you want to go again? No, absolutely okay. not. Let's just keep that in. Everybody, Michaela is actually not a Lego playing surface dweller. Um, she's deep in the mines with us. Okay, I'm so deep. let's keep digging. So it's for like gold. a box, well, right? It's like a box, but like the back half of the box is like taller. Um, actually, no, just, it's the same height because I'm it's a double to, void. Just, no, but like the front half of the box is like two, two levels where the back half yeah. is like. But it's it, it's not higher. Yeah, but it doesn't have a floor over the back. Because it's a double void, so yeah. it's the same height. Are we talking about the same are thing? You know what? I think we are. Okay, move on. Let's move on. So, like, I've got like exposed timber beams, but I, I think yeah. we talked about that. That's maybe more a little bit European. Yeah. Um, more Compared like, to like painted, painted out, out white, white is you probably jinx. more. Oh. Well, I can't talk. <laughs> Take it away. Okay. Well. Now, I want to go more into architectural. Absolutely hung you out to draw out that jinx as well, like I just did. before the architectural <laughs> Literally. No, but I do want to talk about architectures because, again, I feel like Hamptons is such a strong aesthetic that you need to get right externally Better and internally to work. And I feel like you can kind of do like contemporary or farmhouse or any other style. You can kind of have not a clash. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But you can definitely have different vibes going on from outside to Mm -hmm. inside and it still works. Where I feel like Hamptons is like, no, no, you have to get it right on the outside and the inside to be holistic. I think I've talked about this before where the house that I live in is almost like a little bit of a sleeper cell from the street. Like you're looking like, oh, cool. It's just a one bed, one one bedroom. One bed. (laughs) A one story like project home, but then you walk in, you're like, holy crap, there's like wow, skylights in this what thing. Done. My goodness, there's batten and board in the bedrooms. Like oh. it's a bit nice inside. We've done well. But Hamptons, if you walk into someone's house and it is like a little bit of a sleeper cell from the outside and it's all Hamptons inside, you're like, what happened? Yeah. A standard facade from a project builder is the cheapest and it is just like I don't even think render is really that big of a feature like it's you get the render to comply with the covenant if you go to a more say a Hamptons facade I I do believe that actually at like it's a cost Mm. it's more expensive for them to do there is a lot of I guess hours spent attaching the cladding and and so yeah talking about cladding though the main thing when you think Hamptons Mm. And we've talked about it maybe a little bit inside in terms of some strong profiles and lines. Mm -hmm. Hamptons, 
to me, and this is such an easy slam dunk for me to say, because it's like, this is a really unpopular opinion. But This I is going to be so funny. I think weatherboards are Hamptons. Weatherboards is actually an Australian take on Hamptons. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look at that. See, <laughs> I, as a surface level Hamptons design person, have figured out the deepest, deepest thing here. When we're looking at external claddings, yes, weatherboards are going to be your main thing. You mentioned potentially in the last episode that we might also be looking to use some maybe stone cladding as well. And so that can kind of work if you've got a big statement entry and you need like some, say you've got a, a uh, I think they call them like an alfresco or whatever, but you might have say like some stone clad piers or something that hold up these nice, beautiful, delicate, painted light and bright posts that then connect to your, um, your roof form and everything to, to hold up all your porch and everything around there, your verandas. So, in terms of materials, we've got the, I guess, the roof cladding we talked about last week in terms of whether it be colour bond or you're going to do a roof tile. Then we've got our weatherboards, which are a really, really big thing. We've got a lot of fascias in terms of at the front of our gables and then even, as Mikhail was mentioning, about around our windows, mm-hmm. kind of getting... It's almost, when you look at it, it's almost like framing it externally in terms of like really drawing attention to it where other styles of facade where you might just have a render it kind of just, the windows just fade away a little bit because they're recessed in, they're tucked out of the way, it's all smoothly done. Then we've got, I think we even talked about the portico windows, like we've got some features like that with the vents as well. But having these really, really crisp gable lines Like, we're not looking at a flat facade in terms of the verticality. We need there to be changes in heights. We need there to be different, I guess, levels to it as well. Mm -hmm. The weatherboards help really well in terms of drawing your eye, trying to make it seem, I guess, wider. Draw everything, like, long and flat. So, that way you kind of get this really good perspective of, well, I guess you can kind of lose track of how tall it is in terms of when we're layering everything up. With our glazing, so glazing also plays a pretty heavy role in Hampton's design. Now, I want everybody at home, and Michaela, I want you to do this as well. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to imagine you've got a piece of paper and a pen, Mm -hmm. and I want you to draw for me what a house looks like. And so, what I'm doing in my head is I'm drawing a square Mm -hmm. with a triangle roof on top with maybe a little chimney there. Then I'm going to draw a rectangle for a door and then I'm going to draw my windows. Mm-hmm. When you're drawing your windows, if you put a cross in the middle of those windows, congratulations, you got a Hamptons mindset about you. Oh, look because at that. Because we need transoms and mullions really kind of add to this, I guess, this essence of how delicate everything is. And it is such an, as we're saying, with the weatherboards, with potentially using some stone cladding with big gables and using fascias to kind of create these lines. It is just such an easy thing to bundle in with everything else to create this really cohesive palette externally. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's all I want to say about the externals. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? I mean, I know you mentioned landscaping and maybe that would yeah. be best we can oh, talk that's about a that. Whole yeah, well, maybe we can talk a little bit about that when section. we're looking at the projects yeah, that absolutely. we've selected externally. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's your key item. Like we've talked about yeah. color palettes. Like, oh, did we talk about um like balustrades for like <sighs> external porches? But the well, little cr- hello, the little crosses, the little country crosses. Oh, yeah. 
because this can even tie in. I mean, eventually we'll talk about your internal balustrades as mm-hmm. well. But externally, mm-hmm. like I'm talking full Yellowstone Dutton Ranch, like <laughs> almost like a, a, a gate you'd have for, to stop horses getting out. Well, there's not like the cross, like just mm-hmm. the cross. I think of I'm going a bit more like yep. country farm, but I'm talking about have you seen the Hamptons one where it's like a cross, but then it's got a circle in it as mm-hmm. well so it's like it's a little bit more coastal than sure. con- than country yeah yeah i feel like that screams a little bit more hamptons obviously just the traditional vertical white balustrade yeah 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 in timber painted big thunk uh, big thick chunky like pillars yeah and you might end up columns. with some of the ribbing we were talking yep. about from our tap exactly um but also bringing those elements from the architecture down into like the garage door you know the ones with like yes, it's got the, the little, highlight yep, the little and stuff. highlight windows. We've got beautiful like a lot of wall sconces and wall lights. Yeah, yeah, massive in Hampton style. So externally and internally, wall lights, wall sconces. Um, I always think of like the little garages with the gable roof, the so fixed little glassed viewing yeah. panels, even the crosses or the same like design elements from the balustrades that we're using on the garage door. And then cute little like weatherboards everywhere, and then little um, like wall sconces yeah, on your garage. Like a li- and like even the me. sconces have like the little like cage. You like a, know, I would say cage, but that's not a very good, elegant oh, way of describing it. Like metal surround. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Cage. You got it. Cage. <laughs> the talking about stairs. Yeah. And you feel free to argue with me on this, mm-hmm. but. Internally, and I yep. actually can't even remember what the example projects have, so I'll be interested to see if they yeah. follow it. And this might be one out there for all my budget people who mm-hmm. are trying to get this on the cheap. Proper timber treads to yep. your stairs. 100%. Solid treads. Paint the risers white. Yeah. No one cares. If you, I mean, if you've got the money to do the whole thing Not even timber, no one cares. That's- That is Hamptons. Like, that's Hamptons. Like, I think it's through. one of the situations where people will be like, oh, I'll just do timber risers as well. But I think nah, you would get more impact doing it- Yep. In white. Because typically like painted risers, but then painted balustrade. Yes. As um, well. And then you've got your floor finish on your treads. Yes. And then that's that's because giving it's creating you that- these lines yep. instead of it just being one mass that kind of yep. runs away. Absolutely. We're creating Absolutely. Oh, and isn't this good everybody. Again, timber vertical balustrades, typically a more traditional stair. Think of a more traditional format, traditional materials, very much just handrail and balusters. Not, We're not contemporary here. We're not doing big glass balustrades. Like, no, no, no. Glass is the enemy of it, Hamptons, guys. Yeah, no. It's not, it's not sleek and contemporary. We're looking for traditional, beautiful, elegant, sophisticated with a slight coastal twist. Yeah. That's, oh, far that, out. That's, that's a good way of writing it. Yeah, writing so, it, saying it, saying it. You know, you're writing it into my brain. It. Yeah, discussing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so that's that. I think like wraps up our general like I agree finishes, materials, aesthetics. But definitely, I know we like touched on obviously all the architectural components to that. But this is kind of like a hybrid architectural interiors, but like layouts yes. for me is huge for Hamptons, and to me, it's like. It just makes sense. Hampton's layouts are very traditional in format. 
So you usually have it's it's generally two story. When I think of Hamptons, yeah, I don't think I think of a single you, story home. You just don't get the proportions quite yeah. right in a single story. Like don't, you can you can get a Hamptons inspired by, yeah. outcome. But I think you really do need to be hitting the two-story yeah. mark to kind of really, I guess, get the most the out of it. Is that, like, it's such no. a weird thing to be like, to get the most out of it, you need to go two-story. But it's, I, it's part just of proportions it is the scale. And, scale. Yeah. and again, architecturally from the outside, like we're needing those two stories to get the gable roofs, to get that yes. impact, to get more weatherboards, to get the circular windows. So that way you don't have to see the roof sheeting yep. from the street. We want to get... Yeah. To get porches or balconies with the balustrades and like we needing to have that two-story element to be able to showcase these Hamptons designs and I think you need again as you said the scale to do that to show it to show it off appropriately and then internally again size space scale generosity but also like stairs I know that sounds so silly but like you can't have a single story home and have a staircase like <laughs> you could try and do split level but it does i mean what's the point that's not really May- or maybe no it's not because if you're doing a sunken like lounge nah, living area just to get more height in your, your kitchen area it's not just go up just build a second story yeah and you i money. feel like hamptons as well is like big on an entry a formal entry i feel like you need a foyer or an entry space, and typically opening up onto like a beautiful staircase is, is very Hamptons. Oh, it's just a bit of an entry moment. And then you kind of have all of your living spaces downstairs and all of your private bedroom spaces upstairs, typically yep. in a very traditional format. Oh, isn't she great, everybody? Oh. I think that kind of covers that- off everything. I've got yeah. a few more questions yeah. before we discuss some... Little inspiration-y projects. Yeah. First question I've got. Okay. Oh, are you putting me on the spot? What are the top three? I'll I'll do this one with you. What are the top three elements that you would both include in your house if you wanted it to be Hampton style? What are the three most important Hamptons elements to you? You want me to shoot first? Yeah, you go. All right, listen. Externally, I think as long as we're hitting weatherboards, we're in the right direction. Uh Uh-huh. I think then I want to shift internally and I do want to kind of- get this sense of scale happening in terms of that generosity I spoke about earlier. Okay. And then, oh, I'm probably just going to wimp out. And so, I I think timber flooring to me Mm -hmm. is quite important. But having said that, either timber flooring or, as you were saying, the limestone, Mm -hmm. I think that those would be the three areas I would really look Push but, I mean, even okay. three is tough to limit yourself, it, it isn't is it? Because now I'm like, oh, I've left out all the cabinetry. Yeah. And like I've left out. Yeah. Okay. Well, my top three. <laughs> cabinetry, cabinetry, cabinetry. <laughs> no. My top three is a focal raked ceiling. To me, it's it's that gable. We're needing yep. that gable roof and then internally getting like open rafters, VJ, rake ceiling detail. That's probably my biggest one. And then the second would be two-pack cabinetry in a shaker profile. Love it. Consistently throughout bedrooms, bathrooms, bathrooms, kitchen, like everything. Oh, yeah. Even for your wardrobes, that'd be nice, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it? And then my third one would be Carrara marble. Yeah. And used everywhere. Just as a side note here, because talking about bedrooms, like 
in a Hampton style house, would you be looking for hinged wardrobe doors in like your normal bedrooms? Or would you still, or could you do a mirrored sliding? Oh, look, to me, mirrored sliding is very, like it is it's more a contemporary. It's t- too contemporary. You want- yeah, for me, I would be more inclined to do like, a hinged in yeah. a shaker profile with beautiful hardware and then have a standing mirror. Beautiful. For a mirror. Yeah. But some people don't have the luxury of space. If they've got a three by three kind of standard size bedroom, they've got wanting a queen bed in there. Yeah, they can't afford bed. door swings. I would then do sliding mirror, like, sorry, sliding wardrobe doors, except instead of mirrored, I'd still do like paneled. Like yeah. white panel. Oh, what a good idea. And then it can still look pretty. And maybe even I have seen it done where if they've got like three to four sliding wardrobe doors, doing like a shaker profile, but then doing like panel work on the doors. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice, affordable way. And you can do that yourself with like MDF. Beautiful. How, oh, isn't good question. Oh. Next one. Yeah. What is your go to store if you were looking for Hamptons furniture? Ooh. Um, like, hasn't had these, quite seen these questions either. Yeah, so this for is like on the spot. my budget or I mean, <laughs> for like the dream wanna, do you want to give maybe your uh, budget? Okay. Uh, you, is I'd, your budget different than mine? Oh, no, like my realistic budget, like I probably wouldn't be shopping here. I couldn't afford it. But yeah, okay. So we want to do like, yeah. L- listen, I don't, I, I don't want to break the illusion. I don't know if anyone listening to this podcast is like ridiculously wealthy. So let's go. Oh, uh, you know what? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna both. go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll do the one because honestly, okay. there are affordable elements, and in terms of like key pieces to get the inspiration from, or well, there's investment pieces sure. that I would be like, this is worth it for a twelve seater dining table. Okay, that makes Invest. sense. You know, um, Coco Republic. Coco Republic, done deal. Look it up. Enjoy. Next question. Okay. What is your go-to Hampton style feature light? Okay. Go-to feature light. I'll give two options. Beautiful. First option is our like Australian Hamptons take, which is super affordable, super easily accessible. You can go to like places just like Beacon or even honestly Bunnings have them, but like a wicker or a weave style pendant like a basket weave style or an open wicker pendant, either in like white, black, or like a natural rattan. And if I was going to do Hamptons, like hardcore Hamptons, I would really commit. And then I would do super traditional. So I would go like a metal frame and then have a fabric shade on whatever that is. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So if you're doing like wall sconces, you know, the beautiful metal with like the curved up and then the little like top hat. Yeah. Caught like the little top hat, but that's in fab like that's in a fabric yeah, yeah, yeah. shade. Those that's just obviously wall sconce, but like a standing lamp, a table lamp. Mm-hmm. They've always got like really large bases, like big round bases and then fabric shades on top. Um, a standalone pillar style with a fabric shade and then chandeliers, like multiple metal like shoots, if you want to call it, or arms, and then little like fabric top hats. Or one big fabric, beautiful, stunning, massive on scale pendant. I think it's all about like opulence and scale. It's this idea of generosity. Yeah, you don't want this like huge double void, for instance, or this massive rake ceiling, (laughs) and and then you've got got this itty bitty pendant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, See, we. This is it. This is perfect. Now, okay. We. Oh, is that all the questions? Because I, the, I was really nervous. That is all the questions because the final one that came from my wife, Caitlin, was how do you get a budget 
uh, Hamptons oh. look on a budget, but I think we've oh. actually kind we've of kind done of covered that it. going through in terms of yeah, yeah, yeah. natural stone or Caesar stone and yeah. like all the different or like bits. even vinyl plank, like we Beautiful. can get there. Subway tiles. Everybody enjoy that. Now, what we're going to do is for our visual learners, we're going to quickly whisk through two projects. Everybody. And actually do it quick, quickly. quickly. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you're going to have to, to leave be honest this with because you, I get. I'm going to set a five minute timer per yeah. one because you, you just need to look at these. If you, if you were really interested in Hampton design, we're going to give you an example of a European take. Yep. And then probably what you would imagine is more a traditional take on Hamptons. Is that correct? Um, I'm getting a look. Oh. Uh, more a European take <laughs> and it's a bit of a blend. It's a bit more design focused sure. obviously high end and then the other one is more achievable more australian yeah hamptons yep. okay that's a much better way of saying it okay. thank you thank you for covering so let's start with our european thank you diane thank you so much diane thank you so much for covering for me <laughs> so let's start with our european one. Oh, um, i'm obsessed with this by the way so where are the credits? It's Who Alexander it? and Co. I'm obsessed. All right. So do you want? So we're we're looking at the Iluka House by Alexander and Co. And oh, wait, have we... I done an Alexander and Co. before? I don't before? think you have. But Michaela, <gasps> oh unfortunately for you, the five minutes has already started. I know. So let's whip through. Let's whip through this. Okay. So this is our European take on take on, on Hamptons. Yeah. And there is so many highlights here. Let's just. Let's just rattle them off as we we yep. dance between. I'm looking at a photo of the kitchen at yep. the moment, mm-hmm. and I'm here. Boy, howdy! The feature panel work that you might see on a wall in terms of batten and board has been done out of marble on the face of the <laughs> island. This the is entire a very, island is, is made a very of stone. Design focus <laughs> way of doing Hamptons. This is nuts. It's Are you stunning. serious? It's stunning. But what I would really like to point out, obviously, the island is impeccable i know it is honestly i froth i die it is it's so stunning it's so beautiful it's so out there but let's have a look at the details in more focus so the bench top itself look at the three tier and yeah yeah yep like the surround how they've finished that bench top base it actually like drops down the ribbon we've been talking about this is the three tier obviously we've got the panel work but like if you actually zoom in on the panel work of the stone it's like embossed there's like okay there's there's multiple recesses to this this stone mason didn't sleep no but what i would like to kind of highlight as well is look at the tapware on the island this is our polished brass. This is in this our is very we traditional. Yeah. This is our hot and cold. It's on a pillar design, it's called. So this is absolutely stunning. I absolutely love it. Even the choice of stone. We're cool. We've got a bit of blue tinge to that. I'm not going to say a Carrara, but it's it's a marble, well and truly. We have our – we didn't even touch on appliances in the episode, but – We've got a big freestander cooker. Yeah, so it's freestanding the way to go for- Freestander is Hamptons all the way, even an exposed range hood or my personal favourite. This, obviously, this protege is showing an exposed range hood. I'm not the biggest of fans, Mm -hmm. but my personal favourite is an elaborate range hood- encasing. Yeah, so we would just run that same marble yep. stone and encase it in that. Or even like I've seen like solid timber range hood designs. They've usually got like ornamentation to yeah, that. Yep. They're framed out. They've got design element to itself. It's usually like very, very elaborate to these range hood 
Beautiful. Coverings. Let me let me touch yep. on some more things here. Now, we mentioned that potentially be going more straight lay with your timber flooring. Yep. They have done a- They're, Yeah, they've done a herringbone or chevron. I, I always get so nervous. Uh, I think it's herringbone. Let me bone. go to other- because chevrons where they like cut That's it. herringbone. Yes. So they've done a herringbone floor. Yep. They've done timber on the ceiling mm-hmm. in that kind of light. It's not the color. same color no. as the floor, but it's a lighter color, which kind of leads into what we were saying in terms of Bright. light expanse of the ceilings. Yep. Something else they've that I'm noticing. They've got exposed beams. Exposed beams. That's yep, correct. Which is nice. With the glazing yep. for our externals. They've it's got very light. thin. Yes. We don't want big. And I know you're probably going to be restricted for this unless you're paying for a Top custom dollar. one. But thin glazing frame with thin mullions. So, it all ties in. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Hampton style cabinetry in terms of like shaker profile. Yes, and what you were saying that. about the cab, the the actual handles yep. themselves, just simple, unassuming. Yep. In black. Yeah. Look. Interesting. Well, they've done black appliance, black frame, black for the frame, black and hardware, doors. and I honestly, I did touch on this in our last in our finisher schedule episode. Little hint and tip about you're not you don't know what cabinetry. Um, hardware finish to choose or your general like door levers throughout always pick one metal and then you can choose white or black to go with that yep so they've obviously done you know brass for the tapware and then they've gone black for the window door frames black appliances black handles and hardware yeah i mean we've got for our internal doors we've got the profiling going on there in terms of the raised and the recessed sections dunning the balustrade detail I'm absolutely in love with in terms of the thin <gasps> the metal, stairs, yep. thin metal kind of rails. That Bit just more go, contemporary, but yes, again they've gone the, they've gone the black. Which they've is even done wainscoting underneath the study desk. Obviously needed because it's the same paneling that we're doing on our walls under yep. our um, surfaces. And to be honest with you, while we to wrap this particular one up, I know this is like us rapid firing it, but you'll look mm-hmm. at the images and you'll see what we were talking about with the other episodes. Michaela, what is about this particular one that I guess is probably the most important to you in terms of it being the more European style of what Hamptons could be, I guess? Mm, Yeah, definitely for me, it's more looking at the bathroom. I think it gives it away for me, like the master ensuite. So they have French doors leading into this ensuite. They have marble herringbone floors in the bathroom. They've got timber flooring in the bedrooms. They've got all the panel work. But to me, it's the vanity that gives it away. That makes it more European to me. So we've got like open framework. Very honest. That is very European in my opinion or very like even like French. It's more like French inspired. So we've got, oh, there we go. If you zoom in on the tapware and the master ensuite, can you see the three piece with the little ceramic top? Hang on one moment. I can, I can. Yep, yep. the little And it like, says hot white. and cold. Yep. yep. So that's a little ceramic element. But again, it's a three piece. It's traditional. Look at the wall sconces. We've got the open framework to me. European. Beautiful. Stunning. Done deal, Michaela. Six minutes. <gasps> So unfortunately, oh now gosh. you have to do the next one in four. Oh, and we have encaust- <laughs> we have encaustic tiles. Encaustic tiles, beautiful. Okay. All right, now we're going to move on to our second one. Okay. So our second <laughs> project. So it looks like the client designed her home and hired a draftsperson to draw up the plans and make it a reality. Oh wow! So this there is, you go. I think it's Christy. Client driven is her name. Let me start the watch here. Okay. So this is 
I'm not sure what the the name of this project will be, but you know what? Let's call it Hamptons um, Home in Secret Harbour. Secret Harbour Hamptons. Yes, that's let's a good do it. name. So this is, as we were saying, more the Australian take, take on it on yep. Hamptons in terms of externally, we've got a really really good image of weatherboards, gables, even some feature fretwork on the gable of the carport. It looks like. Yep. Uh, I think I can even spy a high level like ventilation-y, not rounded off porthole, but I think it's like a squared oh, yep. off one yep. on yep. the, the yep. gable of the main roof form. They've added like porches. Yes. Which is a bit more a Australian. Porch yep. With the balustrade, then also going underneath is almost like a Valance fretwork yeah. kind of detail. Nice. Love that. Have done that personally on a project. It does look. amazing. I have been Beautiful. there for that one. Um. Probably the only other thing I'll mention externally here is we've got a very, very beautiful, like, timbered entry door Yeah, as well. which, again, very kind of contemporary take on Hamptons, yep. I feel. So, let's let's roll inside. And one of the first images I'm seeing or seeing part of, sorry, is it looks like a very, like, when we were saying wicker as, like, a feature art, like, light yep. for a, a pendant, potentially, this one is pretty much- on song with that kind of a vibe, that vibe. I guess it's a, it's uh, a unique take on it. Absolutely, I would really like to highlight the ceiling detail in yes. the background. We've got exposed, exposed rafters. rafters painted out white in a raked format. Just beautiful. beautiful. And then you know what? It actually looks like as well. That's just over potentially the living Kitch- part. Yeah, the like. And then the kitchen has a dropped ceiling. Yep. But to still get the scent, we've got some skylights going on. Beautiful. And you know what? I hazard a guess. This is exactly what we were talking about before in terms of the rectangle, where yep. you've got the bedrooms and everything at the front half of the house, mm-hmm. and then our beautiful access to the sky and the high ceilings in the back half. Absolutely. About the kitchen, because I think Hamp- Hampton's it. kitchen is pretty good. They've got polished chrome, tapware. Can we- Not bad. Can we rate that? Again, very like traditional, very Hamptons. Freestanding cooker behind. Freestanding cooker in white with polished chrome, This like the wicker- Pendants again, they're still keeping in that, but they're like in a whitewash. Yeah, yeah. Or even the fascia of the island. Instead of being the the marble, it's in the VJ. Yep. And then they're wrapping the the, the skirting as well around the gables. Yeah, beautiful. They've also got um, like like pillars almost to the island. Say it ain't so. Look at the handles on those drawers. It's exactly what you're saying about the half moons. Half moon, again, in keeping, in polished chrome. Love it. Love the consistency. Yep. We've got the profile of the doors. Doors. We've got the shaker profile, but done in a bit more of a modern take. It's a bit skinnier. Um, herringbone tiled splashback in what looks to be is a marble. So Beautiful. Absolutely killing it on our preference. But all the flooring, super light oak. So we've seen multiple different colors and finishes in terms of timber flooring. This is a more traditional in terms of lighter oak and a straight lay. So, yep. appreciating that. Appreciating that. Um, they, they have modernized it a little. They've done like the gas strut window to outside. Yes, yes, yes. But again, in keeping with a generous and more entertainment focused house. Yes. One thing I'd like to discuss, mm-hmm. and I know we're in rapid fire, I don't know how I feel about the Kit Kat mosaics in the bathroom. Oh, it's not for on me. the wall. That's not. I, I feel like to me, to me, honestly, everything else in this is w- hitting it. Yeah, this is the only thing that's not, and I think it's. I Especially think it might be like the grout is maybe a little bit too dark. It, well, it's not that it's oh. too dark. I think there's the proportion of grout to tile is a little bit too much. 
And the, the fact that it's a little bit dark doesn't help too much either. But li- literally. Honestly, if that was a white Kit Kat tile done vertically with a white grout. Yeah. That would have been more in keeping. Yep. Agreed. 100% agreed. And they've even like, look at the three-piece tapware set in polished chrome. Oh, it's honestly, they've done a freestanding basin. Yep. Like, again, very traditional. I even like the highlight windows above. It's all there. They've done feature VJ boards yep. throughout. 100%. They've repeated the same, like, focal ceiling detail in the master bedroom. It's beautiful. Can I bring this one home strong? Uh, Yeah. The final image we'll put up is of the rear of the house. Yeah. Where we continue the gable form for the outdoor covered entertainment area. Stone. And then we've got a bit of a pergola happening that is of that same gabled roof design. And same pitch. Far out. That's a bit nice. I really like that in terms of getting light into, it looks like the living room's immediately off there. So, getting that light into that space. But this is what we were talking about in terms of stone. It being a lighter, beachier-ish, like coastally colour. Yeah, it's very more, like very coastal. I think potentially, as we were saying, maybe go the light, maybe like a lighter grey, whitey colour, but I wouldn't Mm. be going anything dark and heavy no, because, even like a sandstone. Okay. Yes, like that's yep. a bit more Australian doing sandstone compared to like a limestone or something a bit dark or a bit more bold. But I love agreed. the irregularity to the to the stone. It's not like a block, like a brick. Like it's it's nice and organic. It has movement to it. It does feel to me a beautiful blend of Australian and traditional Hamptons. And it's a fantastic outcome. Yeah. And you know what? That's the end of the... That was six minutes as well. So, we'll have to obviously cut that out. But that's the end of Hamptons, the Hamptons everybody. Overview. This is everything Hamptons in pretty much, I mean, give or take two hours worth of podcast material. If you are starting your home journey in terms of you want to do Hamptons, enjoy. You're welcome. If you are kind of far progressing along, this is a really good opportunity to check and make sure you're hitting some things where you might need to shift some priorities. Or if you've finished, how you might be able to kind of do a few additional things just to lift everything. Yeah. So, Michaela. Lachlan. Thank you very much thank for this you. week. That was fun. Everybody at home, next week's going to be a little bit of a, little bit of a humdinger. So, I, oh, I think we've talked about it. We're going to give a crack at designing an apartment renovation. Start small and we'll work our way up. Yeah. But Find let, out if we, we hate working through. with each other. Because oh, we haven't done that for the yeah, past for five like years. five years. <laughs> but no, I think being able to like bring you guys along on the process in terms of creating a mood board, coming up with like a floor plan design yep. that works, being able to, to come up with like 3Ds and cabinetry design and spaces, working with architects, obviously. Hello. And, hello. And going through- and interior designers. And interior designers. And working through what documentation we can bring to, to a project. Table. Yeah. You know? And where you might need to get help along yeah. the way as well. So, I mean, everybody, you're going to say it on the count of three with us. One, two, three. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Well, everybody, we've come to the end of another episode. If you have any questions, reach out to us on our Instagram at GrabTheTrace. Following, sharing, leaving a review or rating for the podcast is the best way to help the show. Our opening and closing music was created by Robert Helberg. And whilst we try to help as much as possible, this podcast is of a general nature and won't be able to take into account your individual circumstance. If you need personalised advice, you should engage a relevant professional consultant to help make the best decisions for your situation. 
Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. See you next time.